And Albania is still there. It hasn't moved. It has not. Yeah. Albania. And this is why we have a time management problem. Small Town Scuttlebutt is sponsored by Mario's Lawn Care. So detail-oriented with a quick turnaround. That's how people describe the premier level of service that can only be provided by the guys at Mario's Lawn Care. And Royal Pizza, where each pizza is carefully prepared to order using only wholesome and natural ingredients. When it's time for pizza, it's time for Royal Pizza. And by Park Street Books. Dot com. Shop online with choices of curbside or local delivery for contactless service. Or bring a mask and browse the store. That's what I did. Here it comes, right on time. It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Wait, what's going on here? I thought I unsubscribed from this podcast. Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that are timed wrong makes my morning drive too long. Suburban moms love drinking wine. Let's go check the grievance line. Small town scuttlebutt. That is Rick. He's a daddy. Wrote the post that drove you mad. I am like I work with kids. I do the things you wish you did. Kathy's always killing time. Talking about some unsolved crime. Made this podcast just for you. Really nailed that kazoo, Rick. Oh, alright. A little late there, Kath. Thanks, though. Recording from a basement in a small town somewhere in the United States of America. Here's Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris. Hey, everybody. It's Rick Fink again. Episode 5, Season 2. We're at it in my basement here in Medfield, Massachusetts. And uh, I couldn't be happier to be with my two friends, Mike Page and Kathy Ferris. How are you guys? We're good. All right. Great. And we really are your two friends. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it's a new America. I don't know if your guy won. We're not a political show, but I, what? You said the whole time. We're not going to be political. We're yeah. not a political show. Well, you can talk about an experience about with a politician without being political, right? Sure. This is more of a story about uh, two people crossing paths saying hi. Me and President-elect Joe Biden. I was at a restaurant, and uh, my girlfriend was in the bathroom, and I was uh, waiting for her at the bar, watching a Red Sox game, and the senator came over to me and just asked me who was winning. And, you know, I turn over, I'm like, oh, Senator Biden, how you doing? We press the flesh, and I tell him that the Red Sox are winning, and then I asked him who his team is, and I'm thinking, what are you, an Orioles fan? And he says, no, I'm from... PA and I, you know, North Delaware. So I'm a Phillies fan. I said, oh, cool. Okay. So now we're talking baseball. And the story would be really cool if I can tell you, hey, I, t- I talked baseball one-on-one with the future president of the United States. But the conversation didn't go very much further because he then asked me, so do you think David Ortiz is going to hit 50 home runs this year? Now we're really getting into it, right? Like we're going to be friends. He's going to invite me to his next barbecue fundraiser. So I am prepared to give my answer, at which time I'm also witnessing him do a 180 degree turn and start talking to the person at the bar that was adjacent to me. Oh, how dare he do that? Did he ask him if he thought that David Ortiz would hit 50 home runs? No, but his campaign manager or handler had literally sidestepped right in with a big grin and was like, go on. And I just said, look, man, if he doesn't care, (laughs) you don't care. I know I don't care. During this time, I'm telling the story. um, Our favorite guest slash host, Jim James, has come in. Jim, you want to bring the mic down? Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Yeah, lady. Just, lady. <laughs> lady. 
All right, so we're <laughs> thanks, Jim. So <laughs> this week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we're going to um, talk with Jim James and discuss all sorts of issues because this show is the Ushanka show. This week, we thought we'd revisit a uh, little theme that we did during the mini episodes, which is we we're bringing back the Ushanka. If you listened to the mini episodes in between season one and season two, the Ushanka is that Russian winter hat uh, with the flaps on the side. <laughs> The CCP, uh, Soviet. Ha- what? Yeah, so, sorry. The Soviet. What is it? The hammer and cross, whatever it's called. Hammer and sickle. Mm-hmm. Like hammer if you ever watch, yeah. what was it? Rocky Three. Honoring industry when and he, agriculture. When he defeated yeah. that guy in Russia. I, I'm sorry. I'm not a Ruski. I don't know these things. Yeah, you're clearly not a Bolshevik either. If you could right. picture a sombrero, it's nothing like that. We've got a bunch of ideas. That's why Jim's here. Uh, <laughs> scribbled down onto paper and thrown into the Ushanka. Rick is going to pull out topics one at a time. We'll talk about each topic for a couple minutes, and then we'll move on. So that's really all the show is. What are we talking about today? I don't know. We'll find out as we go. Usually we pick a theme or something, Jim, but not this week. That's great. It's open-ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think it'll be fun. And we don't really know we what the topics know, are. Yeah, we all know what we wrote down. Mm-hmm. We don't know what anybody else wrote down. Yeah. Interesting. So this yeah. could go anywhere. And also, before we get into um, talking with you, Jim, and seeing what you're up to lately. I just want to say uh, thanks to our listeners for continuing to uh, tell your friends about us. We're getting more and more downloads uh, around the world. Remember when we had two listeners? In Brazil. In Brazil? Yeah. Guess what? Four. No, three. Let's be reasonable. We <laughs> now have three. We grew about, by 50% in wow. Brazil. We've also, what about New Zealand? Well, I just want to say bom dia and tudo bem to all of our friends <laughs> in Brazil. Obrigado. Obrigado. We've also made What else you got? Is that into... it? Is that all we know? Yeah. Uh, parabéns. Yeah. Why don't you guys just speak Spanish like the rest of the continent? We're getting going here. I sidetracked you guys. Yeah. So, Jim, what else? Is, uh, so, Jim, what's going on, man? You got... Congratulations. Really... Um, on the cutting edge of technology with this new website that you developed. What, what's the rush? <laughs> this is very 1992. <laughs> yeah. I am so tech unsavvy. Um, mm-hmm. So my wife and Catherine and Karen, who work at the store, mm-hmm. um, put it together, and they worked really hard. Good. And so, um, yeah, it's wonderful. It, and it's, I just I have no idea how these things work, so, mm-hmm. but they do, and um, I'm so grateful for that. And now all of these orders come right to your store and you're filling these orders yourself. We're filling the orders. And it's amazing how many are going to across the country. Um, Oh, no kidding. Yeah. People are Googling they want a certain book. And we have a lot of obscure children's books that other stores don't have. Okay. Um, Like Thomas Morton's Thanksgiving Day, which is out of print. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So we've got it. And so we got an order from California the other day, Utah, Texas. People are wanting that book. Yeah. And I guess they're Googling it and we're coming up. Is that book any good? It is. Okay. Because I know a lot of children's books that are based on a holiday. Yeah. Those are usually pretty low-hanging fruit and the writing's not typically great. I agree. There's a lot of great Christmas ones, some great Thanksgiving. But yeah, once you get out, you know, um, yeah, and, and when you get out, you know, um, what is it? Fourth of July, Arbor um, Day. Arbor Day. Oh. Yeah. All right. Is it just me, or I? I know there's listeners out there that kind of smirked and laughed when you were talking about good children's book writers versus not good children's book writers. I last week we read a children's book that I wrote in 
first grade or second that was grade? Two weeks ago, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it was just as good as anything else you sell in your store. No <laughs> offense. That's debatable. The story arc was incredible. It was a real page turner, though. Erica couldn't wait to get to the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, Jim, you ready to get going with some of these uh, topics? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, before we get what into now? that, we have one more sponsor to take care of, what? and then we'll get right into the Ooh. Ushanka. Oh, okay. Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> sure, it sounds like it's going to compete with Mario's, but we made an exception. <laughs> Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Why mess with the buffoons that have no idea what they're doing when you could contact the commercial property experts? Call us to learn about grounds maintenance, lawn installation, snow removal, or for information on how to host your next press conference with us. Call 508-359-8016. Whose phone number is that? Mario's. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jim, would you do the honors oh, yeah. and pick the first pump up the bass topic right. <laughs> out of the Ushanka and read it to us? All right. It's um, not so much a question as it's inspirational quotes. Oh, I didn't know they had to be questions. <laughs> ah. I wonder who submitted this one. Okay, so uh, we are once again on a different page. Kathy and Mike were referencing the fact that this was not uh, presented as a question. And a question all we asked inspirational quotes. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to, don't apologize to him. He's just being aggressive with the stink eye here. It's That's a question all. now. Okay. Right. okay. Okay. Sorry, Rick. Now we raise hands. Okay. Do I have to get a conch shell? You know what it is, guys? <laughs> it's the 20 fluid ounces of yeah. Red exactly, Bull. Exactly. Exactly. That I brought right. to For the, the show listeners tonight. that are trying to figure out why Rick is so wound up today. Yeah. He's, he's at the bottom of at least his first 20 fluid ounce Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finding out that 20 ounces is a lot of Red Bull. And it will indeed give you wings. And I have to pee. <laughs> also, <laughs> that we aren't interrupting you. You're just talking over everybody. <laughs> okay, we, we agree on, uh, disagree on so many things. Like, the other, um, I'm not talking over you guys. I think we're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. don't think so. Okay. And Mike, I know when you're laughing with me, and I know when you're laughing at me. Yeah, no, that was just funny. You you're know laughing what? near him. You know what I, I that's going to be need. my new thing when somebody accuses me of something, and I'll be like, I, next time Allie tells me that we're, I'm interrupting her, I'm going to say, I, I think we're having a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy has something to say. Kathy? Uh, Kathy. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> I was thinking that what might be helpful for the podcast is that maybe we bring in a therapist who can work with us because honestly i'm not feeling heard and my walls are going out this could be the halloween candy talking but i'm just not feeling heard tonight well maybe and when that happens i just shut down yeah well in our meeting this week you referenced how you felt that you talked too much last week Mm -hmm. so maybe you're subconsciously refraining on your it's like you have a minute plan like the like the old phone First contracts. of all, I said that in the meeting so you guys would be like, no, you, you're you fine. Actually, you're quite good. Oh, yeah. I was did, fishing did we for say a compliment. That, did, we say, did we give it? No. no. You know how sometimes bands will go into a studio and they'll each record their own piece? Right. Maybe you guys could do that. Mike <laughs> comes in here for 15 minutes by himself, Kathy by 15 minutes, and Rick for a half an hour. Or yeah. I'm used to talking to Mike. And then guys then, then mash it all together. Yeah. yeah. And we're talking about nothing in common. Right. Also, Jim, I think you're really catering to Rick right now. We don't need to do that. Okay, He's not going to remember any of this. He finished that Red Bull in like 17 minutes. Okay, He's not going to remember any of this. <laughs> Get him another. <laughs> All right, Jim. Inspirational quotes. 
one that comes to mind is um, life is what happens to you when you're ma- busy making other plans. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, I, th- I feel a lot of times I'm planning things and trying to map things out. And really, the, those moments that are happening to you while that's happening, uh, the, you know, the little things, you know, your family, um, not little things, but the big things, too. Um, you mm. know, just the weather, the, your friends, your neighbors, everybody. Um, that's the big thing, really. Yep. And it's not that you're planning to... You know, going on a vacation to you know Nantucket next week. It, it, the bigger the bigger thing is what's just happening to you every day. Mm-hmm. You know, going for a walk, um, leaves falling, things like that. I feel L- like that's twenty twenty, right? Like you <laughs> yeah. just wrapped up what twenty twenty is. Good point. Yeah, because there's a lot of beautiful moments happening in twenty twenty as mm-hmm. well. My favorite inspirational quote is probably the Michael Jordan one, where he talks about all the all the ways that he's let people down and failed. Mm-hmm. So he says, uh, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. That's just, I mean, that's an amazing quote anyway, but then you've got Michael Jordan saying it. Hey, you can't beat that. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the one that I always think about is, my favorite one is, Mother Teresa didn't walk around complaining about her thighs. She had shit to do. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's true, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. perspective. Yeah, and she had nice thighs. So yeah, so nothing to complain some about. Some people some of it's genetics, Jim. Some of it's genetics. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Jim, do it again. Oh wow. Are you glad you came yeah. in or do you feel like uh Jim, there are ones under the big index card too. Okay, oh. so I can go under? Yeah, you can do whatever. Okay. That was country. a good one. Right. I don't know if we can top that. Let's see. Okay. Well, that's my another index card. All right. What's next? Oh, this is good. <laughs> well, so it was the other one. Uh, weird custom <laughs> orders for Mike's wood ornaments. Weird <laughs> custom <laughs> orders for Mike's wood ornaments. No, like if we were going to give him orders, yeah. what oh. would they be? Um, I would want a Spaceballs the Christmas ornament. I would want Nick Nolte's mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would want a I wood boring that. boring insect eating it from out from inside. Brilliant. <laughs> so there's nothing good. left but just the hole. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, you know what might be more unusual than any of those? I just did a Havertown Carpet Company family friendly flooring ornament in their very specific font. What uh, what Christmas tree is complete without that? I feel like that's going to be one of your top sellers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what do well, you do? It was an instant sale. That one was commissioned, so that was that. I I had the money for that. Before Get the licensing yeah. on that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Let me ask you this, just hypothetical. Say somebody's like, "Can you do one of my granddaughter?" And you're like, "Okay." Do you make it exactly like that, or do you kind of I don't know Photoshop it a little? Here's the interesting oh. thing. This is why I stopped doing portraits of people and moved to Christmas ornaments. Mm. Now, I still get people commissioning portraits of people every now and then. I prefer doing dogs. Uh, every now and then, somebody sneaks in a cat. <laughs> whatever. Okay. I'm allergic to cats. I do a cat ornament, and the whole time I'm like, I can never meet you. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I stopped drawing portraits mm-hmm. because without fail, people would ask for like, oh, this is, can you do this? This is for our anniversary, and this is our favorite picture of the two of us, but... My husband's holding a beer bottle. Can you, they wanted me to be Photoshopped. Can you change his hand so that instead of holding this red solo cup slash beer bottle, his hand is down and just naturally hanging on my shoulder? And I'm like, I can try, but his hand looks different than my hand, looks different than Rick's hand. Like, Hmm. I can guess, but 
since you know him and he knows what his hand looks like, you guys are going to look at it and be like, "What? this guy's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's like you're setting yourself up for failure. So I was like, I don't even want to do portraits anymore because everybody wanted me to Photoshop a beer bottle or a solo cup out of a picture, and I got that's an easy it. fix. Though you could put like a Nobel Peace Prize, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> or a People's Choice Award, same thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing. The people have vanity, but dogs and cats don't. Yeah. Right. So that's mm-hmm. yeah. So dogs not ask you. Oh, can you put a different bone there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The cat. Yeah. So I straight. like how Jim saved us with the cat owner. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Feels good. Okay, so there was yeah. there are other ones underneath that are not index cards. Back in the dog and cats here, pet peeves. Pet peeves in general. That'd be a tough pet name if your name was Peeves and you were a pet. <laughs> oh, that's it? a great idea. That's my pet peeves. That's my pet peeves. Yeah, yeah. Kathy just got that. I know. I got it right away. I like it. I like it. I hate the sound of a bouncing basketball if it's not in a game. If you're walking down the street bouncing a basketball, that goes right through me because it's it's not predictable. Nobody just goes bounce, 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 bounce. It's like bounce, bounce, and then they take a few steps and they travel, and it's like bounce, bounce, bounce. And I didn't know how much I hated that sound until I was living next to an elementary school for a while <laughs> in North Quincy, and all summer long, kids were just going up and down, all hours of the day, kids kids walking around with basketballs and my god it went right through me i hate that sound i also this is going to sound sexist because it probably is go then, on then let's lead with this yeah. <laughs> i don't like the sound of a woman's voice no i don't like <laughs> if you can't walk in high that heels sexist. that's totally fine just don't wear them and i get it it's not fair men don't have to wear them neither do women it, it's not fair but right exactly it's like if you're wearing them to make you look better but then in the process, you look like you're still learning how to operate two legs at the same time. Maybe it's not helping. It's a safety issue, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You see um, a woman on you know, uneven bricks. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's... Oh, she's going to break her ankle. Yeah. What, what's your position yeah. on high heels, Kathy? I'm all about comfort, but I actually think that people who can... There are just some people that are born, they're, they're able to wear high heels. Mm-hmm. And I admire that like it's it's actually something that i think oh if i ever came back you know actually what happens is that and i journal about this is that if somebody else was me like they'd probably be a better me because they would wear like blazers and high heels and stuff Uh where i don't i I dress like an 11 year old boy on school picture day (laughs) i I mean i do like that's my thing i'll go into banana republic and they're like can i help you well okay (laughs) and that's how they dress me very can nice. you get um, high heels with like treads? So on yes, for, I, you can. I okay. have them. There's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's good. Are like, you saying that they have like, like for a safety. sneaker sole? Right? Yeah, or even um, for snow, like a, a harder tread, almost like a snow tire oh. or a snow chain. So, <laughs> so you're not so icy weather. You're just not like slipping around. You I got love traction. it. Traction. They yeah. actually do have high heel construction boots. And uh-huh. I do have I do have a pair of heels mm-hmm. that, and they're my favorite. It's as though like the sole the the sole of it is like a sneaker, um, but it's a high heel. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Nice. For me, a pet peeve is um, firm handshakes. So you know, I have a, a, a firmish handshake, mm-hmm. but then there's the people who almost break your hands. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind if someone just gives me a weak handshake. That, that's that's fine. But but when they almost break your hand, uh, so I, like that. That's 
tricky. And you don't know how, when you're going in for that handshake, yeah. you've got to judge what, what that other person is going in for because mm-hmm. you want to match that handshake. And the, the real issue you have to look out for is the people that try to, try to give you a killer handshake, but they make a point to tighten down before they've hit your thumb pit there. So then, then they're just emasculating you by like, oh, look, I'm pinching all four of your fingers and you can't even get your thumb in there. It's like losing huh. a thumb wrestling war that you didn't know you were entering into. You had me at thumb pit. Right? Thumb pit is good. Like the, I like the that The proper term. way to shake a hand yep. is you, you wait until your thumb pit's hit and then you close your hand That's good. On. Yeah. That's a nice handshake, Mike. Thank you. Can we do that again? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, the thumb it, pit is sort of like the sensory pad on a uh, Venus flytrap, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> right? When but, that thing gets touched, oh, bing, yeah. the, the fingers should close. And don't close your hand until you've hit their thumb pit. All you're doing is emasculating them. Then they look like an idiot, and they're sitting there like, well, I lost this. I didn't know this was a competition, but it is now. Yeah. Um, I just looked up on YouTube, and there is the top 10 best bad business handshakes. So this is really a thing for a lot of people. Are they, oh, video, yeah. are they like videos? The mm-hmm. No, the, yeah, the dead fish. I hate yeah. it when someone grabs me early. That's I, I ask for a do-over oftentimes. I'm like, well, you have to do that again. Yeah. And that's sort yeah. of calling them out. It's like, yeah. I wasn't the bad handshaker. You were rude. When like, we met, that's I remember that's I the remember, first like, thing you said to I'm me. I'm like, hi, yeah. I'm here to meet. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Jim, I do remember the first time I met you. I was like at a... At the at Shaw's, and I said, "Is there a children's bookstore around here?" <laughs> Did you? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was here for like a month, and I needed to find a children's bookstore to get the book "Everyone Poops." Oh yeah, we have that. Yeah. You showed. You oh, said. Yeah. You said. Oh, uh, Ty Gomi or whoever yeah. the. Yep. You you Good rattled yeah. you Wait, rattled so off you rattled off the artist. So set the uh, stage here. Did you just walk into Shaw's like all sweaty and like? <laughs> is there like a children's bookstore around here? <laughs> there was a limited selection next to the magazines in, in aisle twelve. Does anybody know everyone poops? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, show me right where it was enthusiastically. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I get yeah, I, I get excited that. about books. Sorry. You do, you do. <laughs> I do. And I remember it was um it was a book uh, a gift for my niece. All right. It was body training, and it was my first book I bought at Park Street Books. And I was told you have to go to Park Street Books, and you have to meet Jim James. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. And so anyway, Jim yeah. said, and if you ever start a lousy podcast, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to sponsor. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I, in an effort to stay positive, have no pet peeves to share wow what yeah i can't think of one off the top of my head oh, you're just making people me look talk like over a you. jerk right, I feel like I he's just a oh oh i got one it's when i'm talking and i get interrupted and then i have to what are you saying the- what what yeah see i didn't even do mine oh i'm sorry i just wanted to yeah okay kathy what's your pet kathy, you my have pet, a pet peeve, peeve is when people don't listen to my pet peeve <laughs> <laughs> and now we're done put the music on Okay, I want to change it up, Jim. I don't think that the uh, three topics that you picked were really that exciting. So I feel like I've let you down. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I want I want someone to pick better topics. Kathy. Okay. You like Kathy better than me? She's gonna pick one of her own. No, I didn't. Yes, I did, did not pick one of my own. Talking in your sleep. I don't actually have um, visual dreams. I have conversation dreams. So I, I can't wow. pick, and I have no visual ability. All I can do is a I can do a stick figure. I can't draw people. Yeah. Or, Talking back and forth with people. Their um, dreams but what's, on tape. Really? But what's, what's the visual? There isn't one. Get out. Uh, no. That's true. And this I thought I was the only one. Right? Yeah, and, and then just a few months ago, I, I was reading something that there's someone, other people have it, and there's a name for it. 
Yeah. And I have no visual ability almost at all. Every time you have a dream? Uh, um, as far as I know, or um, a- I might have, I might, and I just don't recall too. But I can't mm. ever recall a dream where I could see something. So do you ever have nightmares, Jim, just based on dialogue? That's a good question. Um, yeah, no, that's a great question. I don't think Thank so. Thank you. I should be working yeah. for NPR. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should be my therapist. Can you even understand the concept of having a vivid dream with visuals in it? That's yeah. what dreams all are. I mean, you, I'd love to have them. Yeah, yeah. if you yeah. don't have yeah. them. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool. Sometimes yeah. you, you have those dreams where you don't even know if you're dreaming anymore, if they're real. I have incredibly vivid visual dreams, Mm -hmm. and if anything, mine usually lack dialogue. Or, like, I know that I was having a conversation, but, like, I don't know that there even really are words in the dream. Like, I know what they're saying, but I don't know if we're actually having a conversation. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mine is way more on the visual end. So yours is like a graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. And yours is like a podcast. Yeah. Right. Or book on tape or something. A book on tape. Like book yeah, on tape. <laughs> book on tape. Do you feel like you're robbed? Because I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I kind of like to, yeah. I mean, you seem like a pretty creative guy where mm-hmm. I bet your mind goes in the craziest places. I'd love to. You know, when it's allowed to roam. Things. Yeah, I can't picture things. So yeah. I wonder if that's something that's trainable. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it's always... Like it, when you go to bed at night, do you say, okay, <laughs> I am going to dream... I'm going to picture that trip to Italy that we went on. Like, you can picture that in your head, right? You have the not ability. Well, not well. I couldn't describe it to anyone. If, um, like, I always, this is actually a fear of mine. If, um, mm-hmm. if I ever witness a crime and the police asked me to describe the person. Oh, gosh. I'd say, you know, okay. I don't <laughs> he had know, a I don't face. Know, I don't know if he was Caucasian. I don't know if it's a he or she. I, I just, yeah, he had a face and a couple arms. It's okay um, because eyewitness accounts really don't, they're not accurate. Yeah, oh, they, good. they, yeah, they yeah. Uh, vary quite a bit, right? Right. Yeah. right. So I wouldn't be able to pick someone out of a lineup. I wouldn't be able to do any of that. Uh, very well yeah. so um, so I'm hoping I don't witness the crime yeah. do, do you have <clears throat> problems with memorize like when you were in school memorizing I feel like this is almost a um do you mind if we talk about this it's yeah it's because we went I, from yeah, I don't understand how, how it works but yeah did you have any difficulties in school if you don't have the ability to visualize in your mind then does that affect your memorization of things like I don't that you so. read or places you've gone to? I think I have maybe, maybe more of an advantage in some ways because a lot of things in school are words. Mm-hmm. I really love words and getting lost in them and things like that. This is the second segment, you guys, that I didn't <laughs> answer the question. Okay. okay. I forgot okay. what the question what are we was. talking about? Talking, talking in, your sleep? in your sleep. So talking, I do not talk in my sleep, but Jeff does. And I have often thought about the fact of like, if anything ever happened, you know, because Jeff will say things like, oh, you know, um, Match.com is having a free trial offer. And I'm like, good luck with that, bud. It's like 45 days to get somebody to sleep with you because then they're going to discover that you talk in your sleep. That's so funny. And by talking to sleep, I mean he misquotes movies in his <laughs> sleep, okay? And that's not fun. We're going to need a bigger yacht. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a spatula. This is a spatula. <laughs> that was a good one. Laugh Show laugh. me the coin shortage. <laughs> life is like a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> Adriana. <laughs> you had me at goodbye. Um. <laughs>
Here we are in November, that time of year between the fall foliage and the holiday seasons. To the casual homeowner, it may appear the landscaping is done for the year. But hold on, not so fast. You still need to cut your flowers and grasses in your beds, prune the plants and other ornamentals like that big, beautiful Japanese maple in your front yard. But you don't have time for that. You need to start untangling that knot of 10,000 imported Italian twinkle lights because you're going full Griswold this year to bring a festive end to an otherwise crummy 2020. So call Mario's Lawn Care and get working on those lights. Look, look, the advertiser is in the room with us. Let's make sure we get it right. That's the pressure. You know what? That's the thing. Like, he's so intimidating. I don't have a lot of high standards. Jim's (laughs) just intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) Do your kids like to read? Park Street Books mascot, Booker T. Frog, has some amazing recommendations for children of all ages, like The Pout Pout Fish by Deborah Deason. To be clear, Booker T. Frog is just a fictional character, Why Kathy. are you interrupting me? Well, I just want to point out that Booker T. Frog isn't real. It can't read, and therefore I shouldn't really recommend books in the first place. There we go. No, it's just I don't think the Pow Pow fish is good. I mean, kids don't want to hear about a bummed out fish. Well, then this recommendation might be more your speed. It's called On the Loose in Boston by Sage Stossel. It has tons of pictures. Now that's a book I can follow along with. Let Park Street Books find the right book for your child. Visit them online at parkstreetbooks.com or in-store located at 504 Main Street, Medfield. Yeah! Uh, the next topic is Etsy shop. Yes! It's so generic and uh, well, like general, a, I don't know. Or like things, if you had an Etsy shop, what would you sell? Or if you, like, if you you know, scroll Etsy shops because, you know, they have very niche things. You know, mm-hmm. you can get anything there. Right. Like, for instance, um, and uh, I didn't even think of this until right now when you said it. That's why the, the magic of this exercise is that <laughs> in my cart, and I never bought it. I just didn't click. I don't know why. Um, but there was a nesting doll of the Desert Storm Decision Team. So it was like Colin Powell. <laughs> it was George Bush. It was wow. like, like General not Schwartz all of them, Cuff. just a decision maker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big guy. In big fact, yeah. he was the only one who was casual. He was in his camo, and <laughs> I was like, "Do I get this? Do I get this?" Uh-huh. And I didn't, and I regret it. And it's Is not it, there anymore. I was going to ask if it was. I know available. it's not because I would have had it. There was a thing I used to make in like uh, junior high, middle school. I would cork uh, like a wiffle ball bat by cutting off the end of it and then taking like a copper pipe and just wrapping duct tape around it over and over and over again and then shoving it back into the bat and then melt the bat back together, wrap the handle up with tape, and you'd have a... For mayhem? <laughs> no, this was so you get a good... <laughs> you come around on your swing fast. We took wiffle ball seriously. This sounds yeah. the most brutal arts and crafts I've ever heard of. <laughs> so... Huh. Boys will be boys. We were playing wiffle ball. I wanted a, a harder swing. You guys know how <laughs> Kathy loves her true crime. <laughs> she yeah. just had a look on her face yeah. like she was witnessing the most horrific murder of all time. <laughs> and yet it was just Rick talking about how he doctored a wiffle ball bat. With a <laughs> copper pipe and duct tape. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I did look for too, and they do have it on Etsy, is that it's a puzzle of serial killers. So you can do like just looking over the country and mm. you can put it together. I'm now looking at nesting dolls again. (laughs) Anyone else? Do we have any topics that are relevant to small town living? Just, I don't know. Etsy shops are. Etsy shops are. Etsy shops are where, like, all these small, like... 
I okay, agree, well, but well, here's here's that wait a second. I, I I have to finish the point here. The show is called Small Town Scuttlebutt, and Jim, have we really talked about small town issues yet? Really? I'm sorry, I mean, do you have any ideas in here? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you're right, because all these Etsy shops are, are like big conglomerates. Well, they're not. They kind of are getting there. That's the problem. So I'm on Etsy for my wood burnings. I mm-hmm. almost almost never do anything with it because it's a waste of time because of the way that the algorithms work. So if you don't have like countless products in your store, you don't even show up anymore. Etsy started um. off as this awesome thing, and then they they got on the algorithm train of Facebook and mm. Instagram and everything else. And now it's like if you're not offering free shipping and doing and coupon codes and all the things that they want you to do, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. intentionally bury you in the results. It's crazy. So how do we bring it back to small towns then? Well, that's what I want to do. You talk about whatever you want, but make it relevant to small town living, which I don't think we've really done yet. But here's the thing. and I'm For example, stuck. the uh, sleep talking. Yes, people in small towns talk in their sleep. But, I but don't there are more people in big towns talking in their sleep. There are. So it's really more of a it's really more of a large city problem. I think Rick is just being super aggressive with this Red Bull and his small town thinking. Three ounces left, and we're pulling these out of a Russian hat. Mm -hmm. I guess a Russian small town you would wear that. It's a Soviet hat. It's not not just Russia people. You're right. Bigger. But I guess I'm just a small town girl living in a small town world. (laughs) (laughs) You looking for an uptown guy? Yeah. Are you living in a lonely world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> that was Journey. Yeah. That was uh, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Oh, so mashup. And that was uh, also oh. Madonna. Journey. No, no, mine was not she Madonna. She was doing Journey. I was doing Journey. Just a small oh, town man. girl. Oh, so I threw it off with. Oh. No, I liked no, it. I liked it. It was a mashup, right? Let's try that again. All right. You start a song lyric. And then we have to enter in with a different song. Like a completely different song? But the next line might fit, but it's from a different song. That's good. Okay. I was born in the USA. (laughs) Red lips, fingertips. Girls, girls, girls. (laughs) (laughs) What? You said sing a lyric. Here's the beauty of this, girls. Even if this doesn't work, yeah. we're going to be able to chop little things to just throw in someplace. Uh, what I really feel like we're doing is like exhibit 13 for Rick's court date. Yeah. <laughs> we were just doing a Billy Joel smash up and then all of a sudden it's girls, girls, girls. Well, it's a funny thing. I don't know. You started it. Mm-hmm. I continued it. And then and then it fizzled out. What's wrong? You guys Well, because are... I'm trying to think of something that would sound like a logical next. Mm-hmm. Dude, play chess. You got to be like three. You should have four songs ready to go. And they don't matter. Like, you just spit it out. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I fell flat. I disappointed you. Yeah. yeah so too. let's do it again. Sorry, Dad. Again. Oh, okay. I, like, I'm just drawing a blank. That's all. Johnny used to work on the docks. Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. Tough like a dollar steak. Ain't someone ever going to give me a break? Because breaking up is hard to do. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Jim, do you remember what your book was that you were like, oh my God, I love this? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Yeah, there's um, a good question. Um, I really love the Little House on the Prairie books. Um, Those were terrific. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love that. Um, I, I just loved, um, yeah, so many books. Awesome. Uh, but that was, that was one that really, yeah. Do you guys remember what yours were? What? 
<laughs> do you remember books? What, do you remember what we were talking about? Yeah, do I do. What, I, hadn't, I haven't answered the question yet. Do you remember but. what book you got really into as a kid that you were like, oh, I, maybe I do like reading? Uh, Hans Christian Andersen, which is super you weird, You like really right? dark stuff. That makes I guess so, so much sense. I guess so. That was great writing. And just like that, a love of Thank true you, crime Jim. was born. <laughs> right? Great stories. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jim. We're talking about children's books? Anything. Like mine was Treasure Island with, with uh, the N.C. Wyeth illustrations. You can't touch that for me. That's like, mm. that's the pinnacle of, of writing for kids in my world. Still today? Oh, yeah. Okay. But it has to have the N.C. Wyeth illustrations. Mm. All right. I just feel like you guys have more um, sophisticated answer. I was just going to say, my favorite, I, just off the top of my head when I was a kid, the monster at the end of this book. Oh, that's a great book. Mm, I yeah, loved it. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> the way like my mom would read it. It builds up the anticipation. Like Grover is trying to tie rope yeah. around the pages. Oh, yeah. He's mm -hmm. boarding up. the. And this whole time, I was wowed at the end of the book. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Oh, my God. You are the monster. <laughs> it's Grover again. Dude, my, yeah. I found the book. I got it through um, the Dover Public Library through the Minuteman system. You can get it also at Park Street Books. I know, I know you can, <laughs> but but uh, we were doing no, like oh no, the kids got their library cards and they wanted to get library books, and I'm like, I want you guys to read this book because I loved it. You know, and I um, get the book and I open it up, and I start reading it to Charlie, and Charlie says on page two, Grover's the monster, right? <laughs> and I stopped, and I'm like. Either you're really smart or I'm really dumb. <laughs> I was the same way. Like, the Hans Christian Andersen was, like, later. I mean, Amelia Bedelia was my bitch, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amelia like, Bedelia. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. Anyway, I like... Liked, how does this woman keep getting hired? <laughs> you know what I love? By the time fourth and fifth grade came and when you were reading books in these contests in school... It's like, I'm going to burn through these choose your own adventure books. Because yeah. if you think Billy should go in the cave, go to chap, uh, page seven. Well, that's not very far ahead. If you think he should go home, <laughs> go to page 104. 104! <laughs> you know the cave's going to be way more exciting. And it needs way more pages to yeah. get to the conclusion. But yeah, we're just going to go home and do our homework at the end. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Are we going to wrap the show up? Yes. All right, guys. Well, this show is... Um, is that what you do? No. no, no. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Is it okay. That, I think that's balls in. Oh. Balls in. It's the other way. <laughs> that's a baseball reference. That oh, was, okay. Yeah, that's in case your that's mind painful. went south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm used to people balls out. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we went balls out on this show tonight, didn't we, guys? Three of us did. Right, wow. Kathy? Why are you looking at me? Three of us did. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking let's, at me? Let's redo that outro. No, it's staying. Anyway, guys. Welcome to my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had fun, guys. Uh, Jim. That was great, awesome. Great. Jim, you know, we love it when you come in because we know you're mm -hmm. working all day long. And then you still make some time to come visit us and hang out. And we appreciate it. You're you're a good company, right, guys? I also think it's a great reminder to people that we're going to start a holiday shopping, and what better place to go than Park Street Books? Oh, thank great. you. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, you're, if you're one of those early shoppers, start your shopping early at Park Street. Mm -hmm. I love you guys, and I love what you're doing. This, local. this is really cool what you guys are doing. This is just um, a big, giant hug fest. I mean, look, fest. listen to us. No, you guys are doing something. Um, you're getting yeah, you're getting people talking, and um, it's 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 the best thing you could possibly do. Well, yeah, and. Um, we appreciate your support. I think that gives us some cred. 
right? Mm -hmm, for sure. <laughs> what? These ding-dongs have a podcast? Oh, Jim James uh, oh, Jim likes it. Well, if Jim likes it, I'll give it a whirl. That's the whole point. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. We hope that you enjoyed the show and what we're doing here. And if you do, please tell a friend. It's how we grow and get bigger and get more quality advertisers like Mr. James here from Park Street Books. And then with that, we have a budget in which we can do more things and um, yep. make Great sales better pitch. content right. and... Uh, I guess that's everything I gotta say. <laughs> wow! Don't forget about the grievance line. Uh, we didn't feature any of our submissions for the grievance line this week, but we'll be getting back to that in the next week or so. Uh, you can send those to grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt.com, um, and don't forget to like, follow, and promote us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt. Bye. Adios. Goodbye, guys. Obrigado. <laughs> See you later. Abrogados goodbye, right? Oh, uh, no, thank you. That wraps up another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about us. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Interact with the show and send your comments, videos, and voice memos to grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Our standards are low, so feel confident your correspondence will be seen and addressed on a future show. Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris are represented by the Bravo Talent Group. Get in touch with the show by sending your email to Bravo at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Special thanks to our sponsors and listeners like you. And again, don't forget to tell your friends about Small Town Scuttlebutt.